This is the Milo Sweet Podcast, where you learn to be resourceful, find quick and clever ways to overcome life's challenges, and guess what? Achieve more with less. Use what you have to get where you're trying to go. Learn to do difficult. And for excuses, get rid of them. I mean, all of them. They're dead to me. Let's go. Before we get started, I need your help. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, review, and share. You really like the show? Want to put your money where your mouth is? Click donate. I would love your support. Today, we're going to talk about the PPP loan, which is Paycheck Protection Program. So what's interesting about this, this is completely separate from if you get a loan at the SBA.gov website. So you can still qualify for a low cost or a low interest loan with SBA.gov. That loan is different than the PPP. The PPE, PPP, I want to say PPE because, you know, that's what we've been talking about. But the Paycheck Protection Program is different and this, if you've done it before, it's still, from what I understand, is going to go through a different application process before you would have applied to the SBA.gov website and then you would have received some kind of notification that your paperwork was received and maybe a loan identification number to let you know that you're in the system and you can move through. If you're doing PP loan this time it's going to be through a local credit union bank or lender that's approved by the SBA I attended a webinar as well as I talked to the SBA with all my questions just to make sure I completely understood it before recording this podcast so a couple things that you want to note I'm going to read a little guide that was posted on hello Alice because I thought they did it so well but a couple things that you want to note is that you don't know if you qualify for it or not so that's number one. PPE, PPP, if applied for through your a local lender, um, then it's possible to be 100% forgivable if you use it on what it is for, which is paycheck protection. So that's to pay um, for your employees to protect the paycheck that you were paying, uh, employees to keep your business afloat, and to protect the income for yourself. Now, there are some industries or some leeway with what you can use it on outside of that I am a novice at that so I think that it's best to talk to a local lender to help guide you on that now every lender is different just to let you know so you really want to try to find quickly quickly though if you're gonna apply I I mean like I would be getting everything that I need done today um, because it opened yesterday so this is recorded the, the day after it opened, which was, I think that was the night, January 19th. So, um, if you need to get, like, if you have a different owner or you have multiple owners, um, it, I did look on the form and it said that you only needed one owner to apply, but you know, I am actually not sure. I'm not sure how it's going to work or how things are going to 
roll out. So I personally think get everything you need together so that you can apply and also get a, a chance to look for a lender that'll be suitable or services are suitable for what you need. Because if this is your first time, you might need someone to help walk you through it, help make sure they're going to vet and understand your situation. If you go to ifundwomen, I think.com, they uh, have an option, uh, a preferred lender that they're pairing with that's going to work, walk you through everything. If you have a woman a, a, a like a women-owned business or majority um, business owned by women. Okay, that was a mouthful trying to get that out. The other part is you don't know you're allowed to um, claim taxes from 2019 or 2020. And the challenge with that is you want to be careful about which year is that you can. So whatever year shows you know, a bigger income, that's the, the loan amount, but you also want it to show a decline in income as well for specific quarters. So you could have a profitable year, but have a, a low quarter due to COVID. You could still qualify. You can also uh, have like a rolling 12 months. So that I'm not sure exactly what the dates are for that, but basically maybe a part of 2019 or a part of 2020. The cool thing about that is that you really want to make sure you strategize and think about it because your funds are going to be based on what you um, put in your application. And so if your income is super low, what would be the and it was and that's what your tax year states. That's probably what they're going to give you as far as your loan amount. But if you had a more profitable year and also proof of the decline in income or impact due to COVID, then you're able to receive more. Who should apply? I think if you are a person that it was a gig owner, independent contractor, self-employed, LLC, S-Corp, Corp, um, partnership, I would definitely apply because you don't know. And the guidelines are they are there's some standard but they're so loose and moldable and agile that it's it's possible that depending on your situation that traditionally maybe that wouldn't be a qualification but it's very possible at this point okay so let me read quickly the guide from helloalice.com and you can just go to their website it's called helloalice.com slash guys and they have learn about the new paycheck protection program i really just like their format it's very easy to view on mobile um, as well as just um, it allows you to ask questions so that as you're going through the guide or the questionnaire, you can kind of tailor it to your situation. So on December 27, 2020, a new federal stimulus bill was passed that authorized $284 billion hey, in new paycheck protection program loans. As the biggest advocate for small businesses, we have dissected the new paycheck protection program for you in a language that is easy to understand and digest. And that's why I like this guide. Okay, so clicking on the guide, the biggest small business takeaways from the Consolidated Appropriations Act is the act permits, this is the act that was passed that allows for the PPP loan. The act permits new and repeat borrowers. So if you apply before, you can apply again. Um, it's There's two waves. There's the first draw and then there's the second draw. So the first draw is, from what I understand, predominantly for people who have never gotten the PPP loan and then the second draw which I think is a couple days after is for those that have gotten it and remember this is going to be through your local lender not specifically through the sba.gov application okay so it's different than what it was before our biggest takeaways are 
The act permits new and repeat borrowers to receive PPP loan if they meet eligibility requirements. Repeat borrowers must have used the full amount of their initial PPP loan. They There are increased maximum loan amounts for seasonal employers, new entities, business with more than one physical location, accommodation, and food service businesses. So for some food service businesses, I heard that you're able to get up to three um, point five times the loan amount of what you would get normally. So I don't know exactly what that looks like. I'm just, um, as I'm learning, I'm looking through it and sharing it. Okay. Membership based nonprofits will have expanded eligibility for PPP loans. Those, uh, these businesses include business leagues, chamber of commerce, real estate boards, board of trade, or professional football leagues, not organized for profit. PPP loans will cover additional expenses, including operations, expenditures, property damage costs, suppliers costs, and work worker protection expenditures. So this is a little bit different. So operation expenses, which could, um, I mean, it can cover a lot of different things. So it depends on your industry, supplier costs. So that's different as well. So you might be able to have it cover some of your vendors. Borrowers in bankruptcy are now permitted to apply for the PPP loan. <laughs> it's not funny, but it's like, it's a free for all guys. It really feels like the wild, wild west. Borrowers can select their cover period as sure as eight weeks or as long as 24 weeks. Borrowers will receive, um, who receive funds during the first round will not only have to submit a one page application for forgiveness. Okay. Isn't that easy? Like one page. So now the question they ask is, have you received PPP funding in the past? And I'm going to say no, because I think most people who have kind of understand the program a bit because they've gone through it. You may be eligible for a first draw PPP loan. Since you did not receive a PPP loan in the last round, you may qualify for a first draw. Um, PPP loan in 2021. According to the SBA, when the PPP loan portal system opens on Monday, January 11th, actually I was wrong. Maybe there was a delay because when I was in the webinar yesterday, they said it was the first day. So um, perhaps it was the first day of the second draw. Not sure. Proceed to your eligibility requirements. Okay. Are you eligible for the first draw? So we're just going to look through. You're a small business with a fewer than 500 employees, 501c3 with fewer than 500 employees, individual or operates as a sole proprietor. So if you're LLC and you're a single member LLC, which means you're the only person in your company, um, then you're technically you file or operate as a sole proprietor. An individual that operates as an independent contractor, if you have an EIN and you operate you know, like a photographer or you uh, did music lessons, this would, you know, this would be advantageous for you. And remember, the, the loan is forgivable, but the risk is it might not be forgivable. I don't want to say that, but there is a risk if you get money from someone that the borrower at any time could, I mean, the the person that is supplying the funder could, um, could change their mind at any time. Okay. An individual who is self-employed, who regularly carries on any trade or business, a tribal business concern that meets the SBA size standard, a 501c19 veterans organization that meets the SBA size standard, a small business that otherwise meets the SBA size standard, unsure if you qualify, use the SBA size standard. 
standards tool attached at, in the resources below. So that's super helpful. In addition, some special rules may apply to make you eligible. If you are in the accommodation and food service sector, the 500 employee room is applied on a per physical location basis. So if you have a franchise or something of that sort and you have less than 500 employees per physical location, this could be helpful for you. If you are operating as a franchisee or receive financial assistance from an approved small business investment company, the normal affiliation rules do not apply. Okay, so the maximum amount of funding you may borrow depends on the type of business. So I just put travel just to see what's it's going to say. You may qualify for a loan equal to 3.5 amount um, times your monthly payroll costs. Okay, under the new law... Restaurants, hotel, live venues, and related businesses may qualify for up to 3.5 times the monthly payroll. All businesses with an NAICS code starting with 72 use the tool in the resource sec section below to determine your proper classification. Most eligible borrowers may receive 2.5 times the average total monthly payroll cost incurred on or paid during the first the one-year period before the date on which the loan is made or the calendar year 2019. This amount may not exceed $2 million. Payroll cost 101. How do you calculate your monthly payroll costs? The sum um, included, the sum of included payroll costs minus the sum of excluded payroll costs equal payroll costs. Now, what's next? How to calculate included payroll costs? So this gets a little bit more complicated. I would, I'm going to summarize it quickly, which is basically, um, I think if you have other employees, it's a little bit easier because the, the way your business is structured, you have to have it. But I'll recap it for sole proprietors, independent contractors, and self-employed individuals. Include payroll costs are the sum payments of any compensation to or income of a sole proprietor or independent contractor that is a wage commission income net earnings from self-employment or similar compensation and that is in an amount that is not more than a hundred thousand in one year it's prorated for the covered period all right and so your excluded costs are just was not payroll okay submit your application for 2021 the deadline is march 31st 2021 and it looks like you can submit through Hello, Alice partner, Lindio. So if you go through that, they can streamline your application process. I don't know much about Lindio. So just, you know, go there, vet it out yourself and see what you like. So to recap, this program is it is PPP loan and it's supposedly 100% forgivable. And you which just needs to fill it out, make sure you spend it fill out the application, go through the qualifications, prove that there you had a decrease in income. And then when, if you receive funds, you actually need to spend it on what you said that you were going to spend it on. That's really the key. So no, don't go buy a yacht. Um, but if you're going to buy one, you can buy one for me. I'm just kidding. Do not do that. Use it for what you're saying you're going to use it for. And in that case, it's 100% forgivable. I do want to note there is a risk because, like I said, any lender can change their mind. However, that's the way that the government is funding uh, the money and the loans. And if you go through SBA.gov and receive a loan through them, that is a different loan. I just want to note that. Okay, so that is all. I hope this was helpful. And if you feel like an SBA loan or a PPP loan is for you, you can go to SBA.gov.
and look up you would go to paycheck protection loan and then they will link you to um, finding your local lender that is SBA approved so that you can get the the show started or you can go to helloalice.com and slash guides and look at their paycheck protection guide or ifundwomen.com if you want to have, they, I think they had a recorded webinar. I'm not sure if everyone gets access to it, but they have a lender that they're partnering with to help um, women-owned businesses. So I wish you well. Hope, Hopefully this was helpful. And I'll let you know if I find out more about it. That is all. That's another episode in the books. Hello? Hello? I said I said it's over. Why are you still listening? Like, seriously, the episode is over. If you're still listening right now, you know what? You're probably a chronic procrastinator. Guess what? I'm still listening to you. Come on, for real, seriously. We gotta go do something productive. No, like, for real. No, for real, for real. Okay... You can keep listening.